on this episode of menstruation. That's something that I feel is mm. also extra important to look at when we consider brotherhood. The why. Mm. 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 It was a brick by brick and a stone by stone. Rome wasn't built in a day, it wasn't done alone. See, the spirit is the merit and the mind is the home. It takes a whole village to get a child out this home, yes. To be a great man without good instructions, a surefire way to lead a life of destruction. Let's be honest, sit down and tune in. Put an hour of your life into some menstruation. Greetings and salutation, my beautiful souls and spirits. You already know who it is. And if you don't know who it is, we're about to give you the intro in a little bit. Come on, talk to them. You are currently listening to Menstruction, the place where we provide you the beneficial bricks to fortify the structure that is you incorporated. Take it away. My name is Monster Aziz, and I'm here with my co-host, the indemnable, the artiste. From the West, the soul brother of souls, brother Walati Ali. Give you a Come on, give him a round of applause, round of applause, round of applause, round of applause. Round of applause. Hey, hey, it's it's nice to be here. It's nice to be here. It's your friendly neighborhood Aquaman. You know what I'm saying? It's your boy. It's your, it's your homegirl's favorite. You already know how we do it out here. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> and now let me give my intro of the amazing, the incredible, fantabulous, spiritual soul brother. I'd honestly go as far as say one of God's favorites, Mr. Monsters, hosting for us today. Hello, oh, my brother. Man. Oh man, thank you, thank you. If if I was emotionally capable, I'd blush. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. So obviously, we are not chasing Doc Martin. Uh, Doc Martin had to go off the grid for a minute, so he gave us the reins for this wonderful platform to talk about a whole bunch of stuff and a whole bunch of ways. So today, we're just going to keep it real simple, real fresh, and we're going to talk about brotherhood. We're going to talk about what it means according to the dictionary, what it means according to us, and then the implications of these definitions. Now, before we get started, I want to talk about how we and Walati met and how we became brothers. So it was way back in the day, around 2018, and... um. I think did we meet in Purdue or around Purdue, I remember. But we in we, Purdue Laundry. Yeah, Purdue. And we and we talked and I think we bonded over being Muslim and we were connecting and we were talking about praying and Juma and all that. And that just started a whole bunch of just interesting <laughs> excursions, great conversations. And I can honestly say this man is my brother. Um and it's and it's all love. And I think that really it was one of the best things about Morehouse, which finding brothers like Willardy and Chase and our friend Cedric and Justin and Alvin and all them, is that finding the brotherhood within the social dynamic of what the brotherhood is, right? Because Morehouse is a brotherhood, but you may not find brothers there. So finding your own brothers there is very important. So Willardy and I have been friends for a minute. You'll learn more about us as we go along, but I graduated with a BA in cinema, television, and emerging media studies with a minor in drama. Uh, and then I'm from New Jersey. I love video games and reading and graphic novels and walks and all that, all that uh, jazz. And um, I'm a cool dude, yo. So hopefully you guys can get to know me and uh, this will be a good thing. So, Walati, introduce yourself real quick. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for that intro as well. Yes. And let me just say, brother, it has been an honorable pleasure these last four years to have known you. I'd honestly say we met around this time, if not around October, you know, I mean, and, you know, the same thing with our brother, Chase Martin, you know, um, so, I mean, it's just been a pleasure that our paths aligned thus far and it's still aligning. You know, we're still going towards the same direction. If you all don't know, if you haven't seen me on the billboards or anything like that, my name is Waladi Ali. I am a alum of Morehouse College. I graduated with my bachelor's in art, thankfully. I'm from and currently in Denver, Colorado. I enjoy long walks on the beach. I like manga, anime, you know what I mean? Uh, pina coladas, <laughs> you know, all of the above. But overall, when it comes to art, music, and talking, I feel that's something that I connect with people the most with. So I hope you enjoy us while we're here because we're here to give you a pleasurable and amazingly awesome activity. And yeah, on that. That sounds good. So the funny thing is, I didn't know Chase um, prior to a couple of months back, actually. So a lot of you talked about Chase a lot. And I was curious to always meet him. I'd seen him once or twice, but I didn't really know who he was. And so I had to edit my capstone and I needed help with music. And a lot of you recommended Chase. So anybody that would like recommend, you know, Ten out of ten, automatically. So I talked to Chase. We vibing, and I was talking to him throughout the production of the film, and we edited for twenty four hours one day. Me and him, well, really much a whole day, not twenty four hours, but a whole day. Me and him, we met and edited that kind of. Well, not met, but that really got to know each other. It was a great experience, and we really got to know each other, and that's pretty much the reason why Chase asked me to do this with Wiladi because we got to know each other. And he saw how I worked, and. And it's a pleasure, you know, for someone to really trust me. And it's something that they, they're serious about. But he saw how serious I was about my film and things of that nature. So that's why I'm here with Wiladi, who's known him much longer. So now that we got our Wikipedias out the way, mm -hmm. I want to go over what brotherhood is according to uh, the dictionary. But first, I want to go over what a brother is. Talk to him. So according to Merriam-Webster, <laughs> Webster. <laughs> it can be a brother can be a male who has the same parents as another or one parent in common with another one related to another by common ties or interests a kinsman one who shares with another a common nationality or racial origin especially a black boy a man soul brother soul brother so for the sake of conversation, we're going to pick one and then we're going to dissect it and apply it to brotherhood and the implications of that definition as well. So which one you, you want to pick? I, I'm, I'm leaning towards common ties and interests. I think that's a, a specific yet general broad definition we can apply to the conversation later on. What do you think? Yeah, no, let's make that happen. That's a uh, outward stimuli that doesn't necessarily always have to do anything with blood. So, I mean, let's talk about that. All right, that sounds good. So, what is brotherhood? According to Merriam-Webster, brotherhood can be defined as the quality or state of being brothers, a fellowship or an alliance, an association, such as a labor union or a monastic society, for a particular purpose, the whole body of persons engaged in a business or profession, 
And then some synonyms are fraternity, association, board, club, college, congress, institute, institution, organization, ah. and society. Now, I want you, I want y'all to keep that in mind. I want y'all to keep that in mind, these definitions. We will revisit them later. So, now what does brotherhood mean to us? So, uh, I'll go first if, if that's okay with you, brother. Please, please. So, to me, brotherhood is a structure designed to support those who need it. It pertains to the aforementioned brothers, right, in quotes, and also sisters. It's a pledge of undying loyalty to an extent. It's essentially the mirror image and supplement to sisterhood. It's accountability. It's the framework for greatness and peace. Because without brotherhood, there can only be deceit and chaos. If you can't trust the person next to you, if you can't trust the person with your family, you can't trust the person with your money, you can't trust the person with your secrets, then what's the point of forming bonds? What's the point of having these leagues and institutes and clubs if there's no trust? What's the point of having your brother's back if you got a knife in the other hand? <laughs> Man, you know what? I was going to say, you know, what I really enjoyed about your definition is that use of the word trust, you know, as opposed to deceit, you know, that is running rampant in the world, you know, I would say 50%, right? 50% untrustworthy, 50% trustworthy. But what I also feel comes with brotherhood, because I agree with everything that you said, is faith and hope, you know, and having the results to show from that. Like for you, you know, I mean, you could have been a, you know, I know you're not, you could have been an axe wielding murderer from Elm Street, whatever that could maybe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, I had taken the chance. I said that brother has a book and it's his first year of college. It's up to me to lead my life and make these friends, whether or not we continue talking after this day or the next month, I can say that I had hope, I had faith, and I tried, right? So I had that hope and optimism, you know what I mean, to reach out to you and say, you know, hello, you know, my name is this. Tell me about yourself, what you're reading right there. And so forth, four years down the road, I say that I've gotten return on investment from our friendship in more ways than one that could not even be counted within this world, you know? So yeah, to me, brotherhood is everything that Monster had just laid out with the inclusion of faith and hope. Thank you. Like, no, I, I, I totally agree. It is that leap of faith because you have to, you have to take a leap to land somewhere else. If you don't take a leap, you're going to be right where you are right now. Come on now. Right? Huh. Tom Cruise the, took 24 leaps. He in different movies. If he just stayed on the one movie, he would not be Tom Cruise. He took leaps. Literally Chris, leaps. Man, his last name is literally a verb, all right? I couldn't imagine him standing somewhere else. You feel me? Tomas. Tomas Cruise. Tomas Cruise. According to Merriam-Webster on Wikipedia, his full name is actually Timothy Cruiseworthy. No. Yes, sir. Along with Cat Cardigan, Backyard Again, and Little Tin Pumpernickel. <laughs> you like those? You like that? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> oh, Mike. I hate you so much. I was like, yo, they so crazy. Nah, he lying, bro. He oh. lying. Talking about cruise worthy. I don't really, I don't really fight you, bro. 
Cruise worthy? That's tough, though. That's really tough. <laughs> <laughs> Tamati. 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 Yes, I, I do think it's that. And I also want to add something. I think it's understanding limitations and, and boundaries, right? Mm. And understanding what you're what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. A lot of people think that brotherhood is just kind of open open uh contract. Open contract that hey, you said we brothers, son. Let's let's go commit a homicide. a homicide. Uh-uh. Nah, you see my brother. Yeah, I see I was a murderer or something. Like, whoa, hold on. Don't abuse. Don't abuse. And that's a, that's a bigger a societal problem. We abuse titles too much. We put yeah. too much power in these titles, but you don't put the regulations on these titles. Oh, yeah. So it's, I mean, that's what relationships is with anything, right? It's like, yeah, I'm your brother. That, that don't mean I, I'm a goal commit crimes with you, right? I help you out as much as I can, but I can't give you my arm because I ain't got my arm. So next time you need my arm, what am I supposed to do? I need the other one. Exactly. Yes, and you know, you know what I what I love about your perspective on that too is, man, you treat these relationships. What we all need to do is treat these relationships as we would treat romantic relationships. Mm. Whether it comes, you know what I mean, having that first conversation. You know, this is what I used, what I picked up. 2019, 2020, you know what I mean, of where we're going, you know what I mean, and what is expected, what is in a way prohibited or looked down upon, mm-hmm. you know, what you can do, what you are unable to do or perhaps not willing to do, and then deciding oh, how we're going to move forward. If we're going to be in this relationship, you know, or be closer as boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever it looks like, or brothers, you know what I mean, or sisters. And say, okay, this is what I can bring. This is what I'm unable to bring. So, yeah, if my brother says, yo, I'm about to go commit a homicide, roll with me. I'm not going to roll with you. And also the brotherly thing for me to do is not let you do it. Or remove myself from the situation, you know, because I'm not going to sit back. It's not going to be one of my brothers on the news that commits a homicide. Because then that's a fault upon myself saying, okay, I didn't treat this seriously. Or, you know, he told me and I didn't see these signs. Or again, we removed ourselves from the situation to where we ain't got to be implied. Because then you're gonna be like, "Yeah, well, that's my brother." You know, what I mean, he was at the crib helping me. You know, so I mean, that, that's things that you brought up, man, that I definitely want to emphasize. <clears throat> no, great point. So that leads into the third section, right? The third part of this conversation, which is the implications of these definitions. And so you brought up a great point. I want to go to that point now. What aren't what is it? What is brotherhood? What's missing from these definitions, right? What didn't we say? What aren't we seeing? I think we just mentioned one. Brotherhood is not a detriment. Brotherhood Oof. is not a cancer. It's not a, a poison. It's not a corrosion of the soul, right? Now, the things that can be labeled brotherhood can contain these things, right? An institution, a club, an organization, fraternity, right? They can include corrupt people. They can include very, very poisonous ideologies. But that's not what they are. It's about the people that make up the brotherhood. The brothers that make up the brotherhood. 
It is yes. about the content of the people. It's about the content of the people. I'm not talking about a bio. I'm not talking about a resume. I'm talking about who people are when the door is closed. What I had to do fresh me, I had to make a decision. I took praying for granted at home, slacking, right? And for those you don't know, a lot of you and I are proud believers in the Muslim faith. Pray five times a day, keeps the devil away, right? Not true. And so I had to make a choice. I sat there in front of my prayer room. My parents was gone. I'm in my door, facing the Kibla, which is where Mecca, where Muslims pray. I'm facing that Kibla. I said, I'm either going to pray or I'm not. So I did. I haven't, haven't looked back. But that's who I am. I believe. So you have to really think about who people are when the door is closed. You shake okay. my hand, smile in my face right now. You get off the phone, man, what monster down and down and da da That's who you really are. Regardless, regardless of what you say, regardless of what people think, there's um there's even a uh <clears throat> there's even a, a chapter in the Quran that, that talks about people who show face. Come in the masjid, pray, but it's just to show face. Make it a spectacle. Pray in the middle of the town square so everybody may see him praying. Exactly. It's disingenuous. The intention behind it is to be a showboater or to perhaps rub your face in other people's faces. Look how great I am. Look how amazing. Watch me complete my prayers. That's not what we want to do. <laughs> right, right. Um, and uh, this is this is not our podcast, Words of Wisdom, where we delve more deep into Quran and all that. But I do want to read this uh just to be sure uh this is they believe this is the uh let me make sure what translation this is this is the yusuf ali translation of suratul ma'un uh what i was what i was talking about a little bit so uh seest thou one who denies the judgment then such is the man who repulses the orphan and encourages not feeding of the indigent. So word to the worshipers who are neglectful of their prayers, those who want to be seen of men, but refuse to supply even neighborly deeds. So basically we were talking about and what Allah is talking about in here, it's you want to be seen. You, you want people to know where you're at, but you're not even taking care of your neighbor. You're not even giving community community service. You want to be the you want to be the center of attention, but you're ignoring the consequence of your actions. You're like, yep, ain't no judgment day for me. I'm out, right? And so you don't want to be like that with your brotherhood and relationships. You don't want to show both like it's my man. We doing this and yada yada yada. Hey, bro. Hey, I need a ride. Ah, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bro, I can't. You playing a video game. Keep two minutes away from your house. <coughs> right? Oh, bro, anytime you need a ride, I got you. Hey, actually, I need a ride to uh to Walmart. I... Nah, that's crazy. <laughs> See what happened, bro? That's, that's wild, bro, because when I said that, bro, my car in the shop. But you drove here. It's about to, excuse me, it's about to be in the shop. I got to take it right now. Oh, Okay. And it, you know, it comes with that too. I mean, don't don't promise, don't overpromise. You know, especially especially to your loved ones, man. 
you know, you gotta, you have to have that self-knowledge. You gotta know yourself before you enter brotherhoods or relationships, you know, to know what you need and know what you're able to give. Right. So I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm going to call you every day. This is to my girlfriend or my brother. I'm not going to call you every day. I want to, I know you would like me to, or, you know I mean? We can't, please, I'm not going to stay on the phone with you past this hour, you know, because that is when I'd like to go to, so you know what I mean? Things like that. So setting these stipulations beforehand. So we're not enter, entering here saying, well, darn, why didn't he, why can't he, why can't she, you know what I mean? Like we, we talked about this, you know? And so he's always used to say in my relationships, I've been like, you know, we already talked about it, man. You lost the receipt. You knew what you was getting into. You can't bag it. <laughs> but you can't take me back. You can't take me back to the store, baby. You already got me. <laughs> what? I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't return you back to the will. I'm sorry. You know? And that's okay. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> I didn't mean to say good will. You know I mean? I shout out, shout out all my exes. I didn't mean to say good will. <laughs> that was funny. But you got you got to be conscious. You know, to be self education is extremely important before you enter into relationships because it'll help you take it more seriously and be less roadblocks on the path. <laughs> right. Yeah. And to that point, uh, my uncle told me that the only difference between you know. The women that you like and want to get met, you good? <laughs> Should have muted myself, man. Nah, I'm still thinking about that goodwill line. Oh my god, get, oh, get over me everywhere. Oh man, I'm about to get some DMs, man. Like, You'll be all right, man. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. I might do some magic. You'll be good. I'll save your life. <laughs> now leave that. Leave that in. Leave that. I'm so, but, but, <laughs> but, but. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's listening gonna hear it and they're gonna need to hear it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> man, I'm listening. <laughs> My man Wally right there. But I can dig it. So in in respect to that, and I, I wanna get on that point what you said, right? Brotherhood and then romantic relationships are still relationships. And need to be treated as such on a general level. They need to be general criteria for your all your relationships, business, friends, romantic, parents. Uh, if I, uh, my uncle told me, he said, look, how you deal with your mom and your grandma and your woman and your family are the same way you deal with women in your life, minus the intimacy. This is practice. You respect them, treat them well, you figure out what what you know what makes them, you know, happy, what makes them angry, how to how to talk with them what to do. And not to say all women are the same, but I'm just saying it's a it's a snapshot. It's practice. Right. So if you respect your mom, you should respect your significant other, right? Or you respect your, you know, where you respect your, your family, right? Your grandma, your mom, father, whatever. You respect your family. You should respect your friends, respect your significant others. Not in the same regard. You have that same mindset of respect. This shouldn't be my mom is great. Yo, throw my girlfriend away. Huh? Throw my significant other away. What? What? How did I don't? I gotta. I don't gotta calculate it, but that don't add up to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that don't add up to me. So I'm. I'm thinking like, oh, what's, what's up with that? And I think for some reason there's these barriers here. Now society puts these, you know, outside of marriage relationships on a high pedestal, right? For the most part, 
So you're supposed to take them seriously. But for some reason, there's a disconnect. My family, whatever, you know, my family highest regard, but anybody else or even I've seen people, you know, homies that will diss or like not really care about significant other, but they down for the homies on everything. Now, yes, the homies come first for the for the for the majority of the time, yeah. But that doesn't mean a disregard. Like when you right. was with you was with somebody and I was with somebody, you come first. But that doesn't mean like we disregarded our, our significant others. Right. So there's a balance with that. Everything is a balance in that. And I think when it comes to brotherhood, it's this die hard mentality. It's this die hard. You either do it or you go home. It's like do it your best to go home. It's like hey, 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 hey. Like everything ain't life or death. But I feel like when it comes to the black community and the fact that a portion of black men are in jail and out of jail for dying, whether it be from from the, the slavery foods, right, the pre-existing conditions, um, you know, homicide uh, and suicide. Yeah. Suicide is a very big thing. and People don't talk about that. Also, testicular cancer. Testicular cancer affects the black male community. Significant times uh, higher, yes. Significant times higher than, than, than white males. I don't know the numbers. I forgot. It's been a while since I took men's health. But that is a thing. Sister cancer has higher rates in black men. See, I had, I had taken men's health, too. That was actually my first class in my freshman year. You know, And what I recall seeing on the first was you know, heart attacks from high blood pressure. Mm. Then homicide. I never saw testicular cancer. That's a that's interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, don't yeah, people please look that up. I'm not a doctor. I re, I remember the testicular cancer does affect disproportionately affects black males more than white males. <clears throat> and yeah, it's it's like we, there's a and then we you know we have the whole men are worthless kind of campaign that, that goes along. And look, man, if you would, if you are hurt, I'm I'm sorry for you. And if that that's what the conclusion you can't but the thing is, b- before you shun people and what they say, mm-hmm. you always question it, right? Mm-hmm. Because, and we'll, we'll go into this now, but, you know, so fraternity is a, is, a, is a brotherhood, right? Yep. And, you know, certain fraternities have certain uh, reputations. And that, mm-hmm. that can hinder someone from trying to talk to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. You're part of a specific organization. Somebody might see you as something that you're not. Because of reputation, and it, it might it might hurt you in that respect. And yeah. um, you know, what was I saying? Yeah, but when it comes to black men, it's like that, and then just men in general. But like that whole kind of men are that are worthless or they they're no good. Da 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 da. We kind of need to break that down and be like, okay, what made you say that? So you know, instead of shunning people or when guys be like girls all the shame. Like, all right, you had an experience that made you feel a visceral disdain for the opposite sex. Right. So what happened, brother? What happened? Sister? Exactly. Yeah. No, I, and like I said, I've been on the other end of that, you know, um, you know, hearing my homegirls or, you know, significant others have disdains, uh, whether justified or not, about men, you know, just as a general category, you know, and not towards me specifically. But if you got well, some of something some of my dad used to say, you know, he said you can't you can't love the you can't love the fruits of the tree if you don't love the tree. Mm. You know. So I mean if you you know, if you got a general disdain or disregards towards men or women, 
been in the back of your mind, that's definitely something you're going to have for your significant other, whether or not you admit that or not, you know? So when I got out of a relationship, I had that interest, you know what I mean? I was like, you know what I mean? I had to stay away from women. You know, I was like, man, women or this, women or that, I don't really like them very much. I mean, that's tough. But what it was coming from me was, like you were saying, just one experience that categorized an entire sex, you know, unjustly, unjustly. Because saying women are the same is the exact same as saying... Well, I mean, men are the same. I was going to say something funny, but, you know, realistically, you know, it's it's the same thing, you know, and it's both unhealthy mentalities because then you start to look at the world differently, you know, like that's just a um, inherent pessimism, you know what I mean, when you're like, they're all the same. I mean, that's the same shit with racism or homophobia or something, you know what I mean, y'all, it's all the same. I don't bang with you because this happened to me this one time, you know. If, if, you know what I mean? So when somebody, somebody said on the internet, you know what I mean? I ain't going to say dude's name, but you know, he was like, I got robbed by a black man 10 times in my life. You know what I mean? So I don't like black people. It was like, oh, you know, so it, it comes down to, yeah, your personal experience. Okay. You know, black people robbed you or this particular type of dog bit me on several occasions. Therefore, I stay away from this type of dog, man. But, you know, you kind of got to get out of your own logical fallacy and realize okay you know what i mean is my own personal bias preventing me from interacting with the world because of this how is this helping me you know what is this saving me from right with air quotes what is this saving me from what is my fear what is fear in general saving me from you know so yeah so just back to your point man that is overall unhealthy and that's why you know what I mean? Redirecting it. That's why we got brothers. You know what I mean? Because I had to have, when I was in that state, I had to have my brothers check me and be like, yo, man, what you posting is not cool. You gotta relax. Chill out. You know what I mean? I know what you're going through, but you gotta chill. You gotta relax. You know what I mean? Getting checked by your brothers or your people around you, by your circle, is important. You know what I mean? That's what brotherhood, again, you know what I mean? Another portion of it means to me, you know what I mean? Getting checked, then checking. You know what I mean? What you think? So I'll, yeah, so let's piggyback off of that. So the implication of accountability. Right. That 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 one, once I say, Bloody Ali is my brother, I now have the responsibility to hold him accountable for his actions. And the failure to do so is the failure to be a brother if we are going to take, right? Common right. ties and interests. If I have an interest in doing the best and mean the best for myself then that is also the interest I have for you. Right. So therefore, that's the brother definition we're using. That we need to be accountable for our common ties and interests, right? We're both Muslim. You 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 talking about, yeah, I pray two times, morning and night. Hold on there, brother. Hold on there. Now there is no compulsion in the religion, but I do have to ask you what's popping? What is going on? Is you skipping out on the most important prayer, mind you, which is the middle. <laughs> which is the middle. Which yeah, is the yeah, That's the one people everybody meets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? And I feel like when it comes to, right, we go back to these definitions. Go back to these definitions. You got fraternity, institution, club, organization, Congress, which I find that very funny. Right? Mm. I find that very funny. We'll get back to it later. So, those common ties and interests. Supersede, supersede an individual mind. Ooh. And, and sometimes they come together 
you know, they what they call it, gang mentality. They come together in a gang mentality. And that could be for anything. That could be for a clique. That could be for an institution. An institution could come together and say, these are our values. Forget about it. I mean, we all file in when a, we all used to fall in the crown form with a bell toll. Like, wearing, right? NSO, y'all got to wear the same kind of thing. Suit and tie, suit and tie, right? The institution, common ties and interests, right? We're coming together when none of us really had common ties and interests unless you're in the friend group. So That's in that true. respect, it's a force. It's an ideal. It isn't a true brother. Yeah. Because everybody was of different mindsets and beliefs. No one really wanted crown form. No one really cared. Not everybody was Christian or really did the church thing. Or Not everybody liked them okay. Not everybody revered him like that school did every single day. Everybody revered half those presidents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Congrats. This is this is who's all okay. Like not everybody not everybody's like that. And so that's when the, that's when stuff becomes murky. Because if a brother is someone that has common ties and interests, but I'm at an inst- and I'm at an institution that prides itself on brotherhood, but I don't have common ties and interests with a lot of the people that are with me and the institution. Then we have to go back and say, then what is a brother? And what yeah. is a brother? And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll play devil's advocate because I recall, you know, I wasn't a big fan of NSO personally. You know, just I think authority in general has always been my roadblock in life. You know, when it comes to people saying, yo, you need to, you know, when the sentence starts off with that, man, I, I click off mm-hmm. very quickly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when we did the morning, Journey, mm-hmm. you recall that mm-hmm. you know, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., it was banging on our doors, going crazy, right? We was doing a thing, you know, bro. Oh my gosh, bro. And I think my roommate like stayed inside. Yeah, my man said, I'm not going, bro. Boy, you know, you feel me? My <laughs> say, Die, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> but what I recall upon our jogging around the campus around that time, you know, one of our brothers either fell or passed out, you know. And it was up to us behind him to pick him up, you know what I mean? Like, get him up off the floor so he doesn't get stepped on. Care for him, you know what I mean? Take our steps a little slowly to, you know what I mean, make sure he was okay. So, whereas, I'm so I'm playing devil's advocate, whereas you may be able to say forced or coerced, you know, I would say, we could say encouraged, you know, to develop commentize or even to practice the Samaritanship, Samaritanship and be put in opportunities where we don't have common ties with this brother right here, but we are encouraged to share the our humanity with him, regardless. You know, I don't remember who I picked up. I don't, but I know I'm sure he's one of my brothers today. But I don't remember that dude. But I know he felt the world lifted off his shoulders when he found three fold brothers who stopped and said, "Yo, let me get you. Like, put your arm around my shoulder, my brother. You feel me?" So balance is definitely important and individual thought is extremely important because the college they encouraged us to do that but they wasn't explicit saying somebody falls pick them up that was something that we was like yo yeah we got you you know what i mean and we they put us in a space to be encouraged to do that opportunity and say okay now do that for the rest of these four years and then do that for the rest of your life you feel me so perspective plays a heavy role in it but i definitely do agree that individual thoughts should supersede anything that anybody institution or anything of the sort tells you you have to think about it no i i definitely agree and 
I mean, it is a balance. I mean, right. it, I mean, it. We did, like I said, we end up fostering our own kind of brother thing. Right. But it, it was a balance of they pushed this thing, so then we're like, well, if they're saying we're brothers, then we need to act like them. So right. It goes back to what they, what, what we're given. Same thing with the military. If you're given, yo, that that dude, this 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 person, right? They got y'all, y'all got to live or die together. Therefore, you and my squadron. I ain't got no choice. That's what we were doing. So there is a choice, but there also is that, okay, I've been programmed. This is what's been instilled. Therefore, this is what we got to do. But yeah, to Morehouse's credit, that's what was the point, to instill in us this thing, and then we emphasize it in us. Exactly. So I think, you know, I think the the good intention is more of an installation or an emphasis instead of, a, you know, you know, that kind of process. And I yeah. think that there is, there could be a little bit more balanced kind of thing. But to the school's credit, yes, I do, I do agree with that. I mean, it's not one side uh, each. I think, it, I think there is both sides in each thing. It's emphasize installation, and then it's also what I yeah. call the, what I call the, the Spike Lee method, which is hit hit you on the head, <laughs> hit you on the head with a hammer. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, so so back yeah, so okay, we talk about accountability and these definitions, right? So again, go back into what they leave out. So I didn't say anything about right, you know, people with it. now this impl now the thing is is that the negativity comes in what you add to these definitions, right? You right. can have a criminal uh criminal organization, a criminal club, a corrupt college, a corrupt institute, corrupt an institute institution is the cops. Yeah. Cop cops. Right, government, right, and let's think about Congress. Think about Congress, right? A Congress is made of um, men and and women, right? Congress mm -hmm. isn't just men, right? So, in Congress, there is two different sides, right? You got Democrats and, and Republicans, right? In Congress, right? But in the overall scheme of things, Congress. Men and women, they have some kind of loyalty in their own cliques. They have some overall loyalty to the government. Mm -hmm. And so, if we go back to that definition, common ties and interests. Well, Democrats have common ties and interests. And Republicans have common ties and interests. True. Now, as we saw with Donnell, Donnell Trump. Yes, DT. Republicans took that hard. Mm. Right? Even Republicans that did not bang with him, they didn't really want him on the ticket, they they were like, no, nah, that's my man's. We going hard. Because of that idea of brotherhood. They knew Trump was an idiot. They knew that he had no... Look, I'm not even on it. I had this... Yo, shout out to my, my teacher. Right? My history teacher. He he was he, he was really old school. He had some conservative views, right? But we had respect. He saw right. you know, you're a good you're a good student. I respected him because he was real. He was a candid conversation. I right. look if you racist or whatever, as long as I have a conversation with you, I ain't got no problem. I got no problem. Yeah. yeah. I get you. I ain't got no problem. Obviously, yeah, bro, that that sucks that you're racist or sexist or whatever you are. But if I can have a comment, I don't like the ones that. <laughs> You're like gibberish. Yeah, yeah I don't like the. Niger. 
and blacks and and the police and blue lives and like alright dog like relax we get to get past it like I wanna have a civil candid conversation with you, right? And so a lot of these conservative like they like not that they're cool, but like you can talk to them. Now they right. might they might say some wild stuff, you know, opinion, but they cool. I just civil they conversation. Cool. Right. So in that respect, so I'm thinking we we saw that, man. Like those 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 Congress people and those senators, they they were like, We stand tri-, like Thor said in the Alter Alliance, we stand triumphant. It's hardcore. Mm. But then it's slowly but surely some Republicans started coming out and they and they were firing. Like I think Mitt Romney think he came out was like, I don't bang with Trump. Some Republicans started coming out was like, We don't bang with him and they got slammed by the party. They got slammed by the party. So what we're seeing is is that when accountability is trying to be held, if the majority is like, nah, then you like nah. So say say you in a group, right? Yeah, and they and, and we all selling drugs. Okay, and you like nah, I ain't selling drugs <clears throat> because it's bad, right? You know, for, you know, for life careers. Well, if you in the brotherhood, dog, you got you sell them drugs. drugs. You selling them drugs. <laughs> you, you got you got two choices. It's like don't be in this brotherhood or sell these drugs. But it's like. What what point is it when the common interests or ties aren't aren't good? If your common tie is murder or or assault or robbery, and is that a brotherhood? And if that's a brotherhood, then what's the point of having a brotherhood? Because the brotherhood a gang, and if it like is, then it kind of breaks off into different types. But that begs the question: What are the limits? What what is the corruption? What is the the that undying loyalty? That's why I said to an extent, because if you don't have that extent, you what's going to stop you from going over? And, and what we're discussing, you know, what you had mentioned when it came to common interests that are negative, um, it reminded me immediately of trauma bonding. Mm. You know, this happened to you and this also happened to me, you know, or trauma bonding groups and while maybe they do have their benefits you know it just immediately reminded me of that Mm. as far as what are we coming together off of and Mm. what are we seeking to gain from this are we seeking to cope are we seeking for temperamental or no perhaps temporary relief you know or is this going to be something that is long lasting you know and again we're not here to judge but that's immediately what i have thought about and Something that I had learned in high school or picked up is either inside class, outside of class. But when it comes to young men or women who join gangs or perhaps pursue those types of groups or find that community in negative or perhaps illegal activities, it's because they they don't have that type of support at home or perhaps in their foundation. Therefore, they go to find it somewhere else, and most of the time, it's anywhere else. You know, no matter the stipulations, whether it be, you know, I'm only call you my brother if you go out and kill so-and-so mm-hmm. or you got to go sell drugs on this. You know what I'm saying? They're offering that ultimatum, mm-hmm. you know, to where brotherhood becomes an exchange. You know, when it's always an exchange, of course, you're giving and getting, but it becomes a less personal, personable exchange, but more business oriented as to 
you will specifically get this if you commit this action or deed that is in alignment with what the group desires. Mm -hmm. Your moral implications or your moral aptitudes mm -hmm. need to be left at the door. Mm -hmm. And then we'll call you our brother. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. that is something that can be left out as well is the why. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Why are we brothers and what do I gain and what am I losing when I come here? If the loss, I mean, I think the only, I don't, I don't feel like there should be any loss, but if there is a loss, it should only be time. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and that's already gained back because mm -hmm. what you're losing in time of doing something else is what you're gaining in time spending doing something that you should be doing mm -hmm. with your brothers. Mm -hmm. you know? So that's something that I feel is mm -hmm. also extra important to look at when we consider brotherhood, the why. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You like mm. that? <laughs> mm. <laughs> that is a great point. That is wow. I think pretty. That was that's a great. It's a great one because you can add it to everything, right? We we don't really think about those those implications, right? We think about these titles, man. I'm gonna be a part of this institution. I'm gonna be a part of this college. I'm gonna be a part of Congress. I'm gonna be a part of this frat. I want to be a part of this club. Or why, and how much? Like I, like I, um, I asked you this question, right? Mm. How much is it going to take to slap you in your face? How I'll much it going to cost? How much it going to cost? But how much it going to cost for you get slapped in your face? Top three months of quotes. <laughs> I swear to God, you say that all the time, bro. Never gets old. I always have the same reaction of damn. <laughs> you want to break it down for him? Man, shoot, let me see if I can let me see if I got it. Let me see my interpretation, man. The way I understand that. How much it can cost for you to get slapped in your face, man. You know. I look at that with how much how much is it gonna take for you to learn, you know what I'm saying? And well yeah, two out two ways. How much is it gonna take for you to learn, you know, how much you gotta go through for you to get the message, right? Or how much can I sell you out for? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I do if I pay you a thousand dollars, if I pay you ten dollars. I mean, that's your lunch money. I paid ten dollars and smack you in your face. Boozy did something like that. I believe it was either Boozy or the baby. It was in the, uh, I don't know, maybe a supermarket, Seven Eleven or something, shooting a music video, and they paid dude. They said, "Yo, I give you ten racks, slap you in the face for the music video." Literally, and he did it. He got the ten racks, but he got smacked on the face, smacked in the face. You know, so I personally wouldn't want that to happen to me. But even going beyond getting smacked in your mouth. You can look at that in your life, you know, as far as time. How much is it going to take for you to waste your time for today? You know, how many video games you're going to play? You know what I mean? In costs for you getting sna smacked in the mouth, a.k.a. not getting the things that you need to get done today. <laughs> right? So that's how I look at that, you know what I mean, in those two versions. How much is it going to take for you to learn? And what's your price? What's your price? Do you have a price? Mm. Realistically, do you got a price? Mm. Talk to him. Mm. Oh, yeah, you... you. You said it better than I could have said. I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. And what also, what also, what also wasn't said is that brotherhood is not peer pressure. I think I probably talked about that. But brotherhood, <laughs> loud, loudly. Brotherhood is not peer pressure. No, it's peer pressure. It's not. Um. I don't know if I can add the, but school days. Anybody see school days? Watch it. You gotta watch it at least once, especially when to HBC. 
But in school days, Spike plays a fictional version of himself because he was in. I think he was he was pledging to be Q for a minute, and he he didn't go through it. But the Gamma Dogs are kind of like Q esque, and so in order to be a Gamma Dog, he has to sleep with a woman. Hmm. And so there's this scene where like he's asking all these girls in a dorm, and like it fails, and he he keeps trying to get in and get in, and uh, Lawrence Fishburne is his like older cousin, and Lawrence Fishburne's like, man, fraternities are whack, and da da da, but Half pints like, yo, I want to get in. I want to be cool. I want to be like Big Brother Dean on my teeth. So I mean, another question is, bro. You know, what, I mean? what does this say about society? You know, what does it say about us? Oof. Um, I say that society has come a long way from, you know, we. I live in this part of the world. You live in that part of the world. From, from tribes and small nations. It's, and it's become, humanity's become such a global entity that we've lost identity. <clears throat> we've lost our sense of, excuse me, individuality. <clears throat> and we are so desperate to look for family outside of our own. We're so desperate to fit in that we lose sight of what really matters. We want we want fifty thousand followers, but we're not going to really put energy into getting five friends, five solid friends. The Team Titans are a group of five. The Team Titans are a group of five. The, the Team Titans are a group of five. It's a message, <laughs> right? We have to understand that we that we cannot get caught up in a moment. To forget that life is made up of moments. And so when you sitting there in that bed, and when it's about that time, and that whole moment thing is flashing, I guess supposedly, possibly, do you want to be smiling, or you want to be like, dang. And I, and I feel like we, in, in society, we have to really forget. With Donnie Brasco, what they say in Donnie Brasco? Hey, can I ask you something? Wow. What's forget about it? What is that? Forget about it. It's like uh, if you agree with someone, you know, like Raquel Welch is one great piece of ass. Forget about it. But then if you disagree, like a Lincoln is better than a Cadillac, forget about it. You know? But then it's also like if something is the greatest thing in the world, like Mingiro's peppers, forget about it, you know? <laughs> But it's also like saying go to hell, too. Like, you know, like, uh, hey, Bully, you got a one-inch pecker, and Bully says, forget about it. Forget about it. Bully, forget about it. <laughs> Sometimes it just means uh, forget about it. All right. Thank you very much. I got it. So, yeah, but uh, I see all that to say. You got to forget what you're told. And I and I'll and then Walada, you can you can uh, do your thing, and then um, we'll conclude and, and wrap out. But uh, yeah, they, they, brotherhood is transcends all boundaries. Who you love, what you look like, where you're from. Now they said soul brother and origin or whatever, but it's not exclusive to that. 
right? I just happen to have majority African-American friends. One of my best friends is Puerto Rican. Right. And so it's not exclusive. You Anybody could be anybody. We got all different likes, right? Movies and art, and art, but then Chase is in a whole different thing. Says in a whole different thing, right? But don't, that's another thing. Society wants us to be separate. They want us to be sheep. But somehow we think we're wolves because we're different color fur. Right. Wow, no, hit us with that one more time. Run that, run that right back. Say that one more time. Society wants to separate us. Wants to keep us away. Hmm. By hurting us like sheep, but making us think we're wolves because we have different color. Wolves? <laughs> yeah, wolves. Sheep's a wolf. Now that's now that was hard, yo. Okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead, finish that. Nah, man, but that was uh, I forget what I was saying, but um, yeah, that that that's really it. Um, so you take it away, and we'll uh, close this out. For sure, yes, I agree with everything that you said, my brother. One common thing that I kept thinking about, as far as our society and what it says about us, is that we are desperate to be led you know as individuals which is interesting you know our self-determination at times can go out the window in exchange for somebody else doing the thinking for us so that we may i don't know perhaps think elsewhere think on less important things but a majority of our decisions are i want to be led you know whether that be our scrolls on social media what we're recommended what even majority populations, you know what I mean? I'm not going to act like I don't participate in it, but awareness and knowledge of it is the first step into being able to say, I want to be able to think for myself, you know? Um, but, you know, even like we were talking about that mob mentality, that gang mentality of what is everybody else thinking? What does everybody else think about this? So I may, so I may form my opinion, you know, you know I mean? I'll be doing little exercises with myself. You know what I mean? If I go into hot take videos or things such as that, you know, I, and I don't really like to get into celebrity gossip or celebrity drama, but you know, since 2019, 2020, ever since my opinion has really been challenged, I've been like, okay, you know, am I able to form a solid opinion before I hear somebody else's opinion and not be swayed by it and learn new things from it, maybe adjust it based on factual information or what, you know what I mean, things I agree with, but I want to challenge myself to not hear something first and then be like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what happens the majority of the time. You hear something once and you're like, okay, how many people agree with it? Then you form your opinion like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, all right. Instead of looking at further details, you know. And that's just throughout all of our reality and all of our time here on Earth. It is important for us to have distinctions and mental distinctions and not solely let our experience dictate our decisions. Mm. Like we were talking about beforehand, have you looked beyond your subjective reality into the objective reality that you are? participating whether you like it or not you know so again thinking for yourself individuality plays a big big role in the brotherhood sisterhoods and overall groups that we choose to associate ourselves with and that's what we want to make sure is highly highly emphasized within this conversation making sure that you are in a space that you are at on purpose mm. 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 where to cook by <laughs> anything that I said that was wrong and incorrect, man, is a result of me. <laughs> right, right. Anything good was from a lot. Uh, <laughs> was the fool over me. 
Amin. 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 So inside Muslim joke, Kabaz's speech. That's an inside Muslim joke. Um, alrighty. So we have reached the last stop on the conversation train for today. Miladi, would you just recap what we talked about shortly, please? Of course, but of course. So today we talked about what brotherhood is, right? The definitions, our own definitions, and what Merriam-Webster has defined it as, right? And dissecting the brotherhood that comes with common ties, right? Or interests. Next, we discuss what does brotherhood mean to us, right? The structures that it's designed to provide for us or the implementations that it involves or coercion that may go inside of it. And what the heck are we really doing there, right? And then we discuss the implications that these have, what is left out, what is said about our society and what is overall said about us. And once again, to reemphasize, the main majority of what we were discussing, the main thing that we kept coming back to is individuality and thinking for yourself and once again being where you are on purpose. Thank you. Now, Walaya and I import y'all to define brotherhood for yourselves and reconsider what it is and is not to you. Mm. The more you know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so, uh, I love it. <laughs> okay, this is a part one in ties more brotherly discussion on brotherhood and the implications of the aforementioned words. And Walati, will you close this out, please? Of course, you already know it's been uh, your host Mansa Aziz and Walati Ali today, and this has been another episode of Menstruction, the place where the men of today build the structures for the men of tomorrow. I love, in this case, we love each and every one of you. And peace.